Good morning, Tier Runners, and welcome back to another day of Morning Brews and Cruise News. This is Trevor Shelby, your trusted host, here to guide you through the rising tides of updates in the fascinating world of cruising. On this marvelous Wednesday, July 12th, we're stirring the pot with some tantalizing questions on which cruise line is on the brink of releasing a behemoth that's going to rock the waves. <laughs> what is the latest drama involving a peer runner that has everyone talking? And can you guess the massive shift Carnival's making in their specialty dining restaurants? This is a big one. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But before we plunge into the deep waters, let's first savor our all-important morning brew of the day. Today, we're trying Immerman's Hazelnut Coffee. I don't know if I've tried this one before. I don't think I have. So, let's get to it. Okay. That is not bad. Not bad at all, really. Emmermans, you're getting a 6.9 out of 10. I've spoiled myself with this, you know, grinding coffee up and just having a great time with that. And so I think that that K-Cups kind of lose some of their specialty, you know, when it comes to doing stuff like that, maybe. I don't know. Freshly ground coffee tastes really good. Oh, I have, I have gone down a road, folks. <laughs> You know, what's interesting is we started with that big giant bowl. If you watch like our first episodes, I show you the big giant bowl. I've got like a, they're all different K cups and you know, that was just pretty cool. So now we've gone through like the majority of that bowl. And now I've got like a lot of little things that are left that's, you know, and yeah, I'm not sure, you know, what, what all we're going to do. A lot of them are the flavor coffees like today we're doing hazelnut but there's some in there that's like it's birthday cake and i'm like oh <laughs> that's a choice <laughs> i don't know if i want that so we will see we may switch things up if we start going to ground coffee or especially when we're we're going to start looking for a lot of smaller brands, some mom and pop roasters out there, and we're going to see about rating their coffees as well. And so we may do a week long series with that. So we may stay with each cup of coffee a little bit longer. Now let's drop anchor and get just dive straight into the first topic of the day. This one's been making waves out on Twitter, and it's all about the icon of the seas. Yes, I'm talking about the world's largest cruise ship being freshly completed in Finland and is about ready to set sail for January in 2024. It has a playground of amenities that range from the largest pool at sea, the world's largest water park at sea. It's got six water slides, nine whirlpools, and not to mention all the dining options, bars, and entertainment values. As with every innovation, this giant has stirred a cocktail of reactions, and some have dubbed it a nightmare at seas <laughs> and a monstrosity. On Twitter, one popular tweet is making waves. They said the icon of the seas set sail in January 2024. It carries 5,610 passengers. 2,350 crew members, which I don't know if these numbers are actually correct or not. I 
just reading the tweet. It's five times larger and heavier than the Titanic. It has 19 floors with more than 40 bars, restaurants, bowling alley. What a monstrosity. Others couldn't believe their eyes and thought the images were from a Pixar movie. Of course, the unavoidable comparison to the Titanic was also made. But here's the thing, folks. Perspective matters here, and we're about to get some. One tweet that stood out to me said, As visions of hell go, that's pretty much hellish. Well, my friends, everyone's version of heaven and hell varies. And for many, this ship is going to be a floating paradise, a place to unwind and enjoy your time and make those unforgettable memories. Another tweeter said, this does not look relaxing at all. And here's where I'd like to remind everyone, cruising isn't just about laying out and relaxing. It's about the adventure, the experience, and meeting new people and exploring new tastes, sounds, sights. So really, you know, it's, you know, relaxation's part of it, but you're also there to have fun. And we won't even really entertain the Titanic comparisons. Folks, this isn't 1912. We've come a long way in the terms of safety, technology, and navigation skills. The Icon of the Seas is not just a big ship. It's a testament to human ingenuity and our constant pursuit of extraordinary experiences. So the question is, where do you stand, Pier Runners? Are you captivated by this giant, or does it seem like it's just a bit too much? I want to hear from you. We're putting up a poll over on the YouTube channel. Let's see how the Pier Runners feel about this game-changer of a ship. And despite the wide reactions, this one's certain. The Icon of the Seas is already a star. It's breaking records, and, you know, it's just going to do so much for Royal Caribbean. Now grab your travel mug, and let's dive into our next story of the day. You might have seen this viral video shared on TikTok. There's this passenger who turned a routine departure of the Carnival Vista from Cozumel into, well, let's call it a leisurely spectacle. <laughs> if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, it's this passenger who strolled up to the dock 45 minutes past departure time. And I do mean strolled. There was no hint of urgency, no frantic dash that you typically see peer runners make. It was just casual. It was like, oh, it's, it's time to go. <laughs> kind of a walk. <laughs> now, as you would expect, the fellow passengers who love to heckle pier runners that were on the Carnival Vista were not amused by this at all. The video has been viewed actually over 8.4 million times and has stirred the pot of opinions. But here on Morning Brews and Cruise News, we like to keep it positive, don't we? <laughs> we don't know why this guest was late. Perhaps they were running late from their shopping spree. But perhaps they were the only person on a carnival tour and they were running late. I don't know. That seems very unlikely. <laughs> but this serves as a vital reminder to all of us cruisers about the importance of seaboard schedules. Remember, peer runners... We don't really want to be pure runners. The ship waits for no one. If you miss the boat, you're left behind to find your own way back home. And trust me, that's not the kind of adventure you're looking for on your vacation. You think 
you think, you know, big ships might be stressful. Think about being left in Cozumel. Cruise lines aren't being harsh here either. They've got a tight schedule they have to maintain, and every single minute counts. So remember, next time you're out there enjoying that beautiful port call remember this. Keep an eye on the time, and don't be the one receiving sarcastic applause from fellow passengers when you turn the departure into your own personal red carpet. That being said, folks, cruising is all about enjoying, exploring, and making memories, so let's keep that positivity afloat with and respect each other's vacation time. Now, my question is, have you ever had a moment where you're like, oh my God, we're going to be late to the ship, we're going to be peer runners? Have you ever had that go through your mind where you're out on excursions or anything like that? Personally, I have. So... You know, one of my first cruises, we went and we went to go look at some Mayan ruins. And I don't remember exactly where we were. It was one of my first cruises and we were very, very late getting back. But we were back as a group and it was a carnival excursion. So the ship had to wait on us and we were only late by a little bit. But as we came up, you know, we jogged up down the pier and everyone was shouting at us. <laughs> it felt like we were pier runners, but it really wasn't our fault. Our tour just ran a little long because it was several hours to get to the Mayan ruins and several hours to get back. And we had some kind of slowdown at some point. So it was... Kind of crazy, but, you know, it happens. If you have a experience you would like to share, post it down below. That would be a lot of fun hearing your stories as well. Now, as we get ready to wrap up today's show, we've got a tasty morsel of news to share here. This is straight from Carnival's own brand, Bassinger and Bassinger. <laughs> from Carnival's own brand, Ambassador. The legendary John Heald. And let me tell you, it's a vintage announcement, if that gives you any clue of what it is. It's sure to have you raising your glasses. Starting from September 1st, Carnival is introducing some flavorful changes to its specialty restaurants. So here's what's cooking. On the first night of your embarkation evening, for every two passengers booked pre-cruise or while you're on board, you'll receive a complimentary bottle of house wine. Now, this isn't just for the steakhouse lovers out there. This is also going to be including the Rudy C. Grill, Gigi's Asian Kitchen, the Kachina, and the Il Vagio. And there are a few exceptions. For those of you who don't want the house wine and you'd prefer to select your own, Carnival's got you covered too. On your first night, they're offering a 50% discount on all wines that's listed under $100. But hold on to your wine glasses, folks, because the party doesn't stop there. On the second night of the cruise, Carnival's once again going to be offering that 50% discount. That's pretty cool. I do know one of the main questions I've seen is, hey, what about, you know, solo cruisers? This is, you know, we, we said this was for every two passengers. So it will be interesting to see how they, you know, take that with the solo experience there. Will solo still get the bottle of wine? In the past, I will say that solo passengers did get a free bottle of wine. But let's 
talk about this one bottle of wine for every two passengers it's booked. Because this is interesting, because we booked the steakhouse years and years ago. It was on the Carnival Sunshine. I think it was like my third cruise, and I was with a very large group of people. And it was kind of wild. There were a lot of us at the table, and the steakhouse would only give us, and I think it was maybe two bottles of wine. And we're talking, there's like 20 people that's that's seated here and it was quite crazy because and we we did raise a little bit of a fuss because you know everyone that booked you know technically the way it read it sounded like we would all get you know a bottle of wine but because we decided to sit together they split you know a couple between us so it was th those bottles didn't last, man. <laughs> so it's really kind of interesting. So if we had 20 people, we would have like 10 bottles of wine on there. So that makes it a lot more interesting and really kind of sets the rules there because it did seem like things were kind of like unsure before. Anyways, guys, that's all we have for now. So stay tuned for more updates from Morning Brews and Cruise News. Make sure you're subscribed. My name is Trevor Shelby. Remember, folks, life is like a voyage. You never know where the seas may take you. So stay alert, stay caffeinated, and above all else, stay cruising. Smooth sailing, peer runners. <laughs>